Hello, welcome to another random podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I'm joined by my co-host, Xander. Yo, what's up? And my name is Kay. That's all you'll ever know me by. We'll be talking about a couple different things, like uh, where we got started kind of in the whole gaming scene and what made us want to do a podcast, a little bit about us, just so you can all get to know us. Uh, I want to start off by with with my introduction, and that is my name is Kay, and you know I, I'm just a gamer. I'm just your average, everyday gamer, and that's really all I can say about myself. Xander, tell me a little bit about you. The way you said you're an average everyday gamer. I'm an average everyday gamer, man. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm an average everyday gamer. Just imagine your stereotypical gamer sitting in his chair. That's me. That's what you got. Yeah, definitely not sitting in your mom's basement right now. <laughs> no, no, no. And uh, no matter no matter what kind of echoes you hear in the background of mom's basement type settings, that's not where I'm at. I'm in a very, very cool place that will that is undisclosed. Yeah. he's locked in my basement it's fine yeah don't worry uh, about it i'm pretty much the same i i've been gaming all my life well not all my life i came out the womb holding a controller pretty much uh-huh. you no know, uh went from xbox to pc and yeah i've been playing games for a while some we always wanted to do is make a podcast so <laughs> yeah cut like a podcast has always been something that i've wanted to do but i feel like you really have to have someone that you can really talk with for an hour or or so yeah no i've never i've ne- i honestly before i met you there was honestly no one that I, I i thought of a couple people i could do this with but never someone who i'd consistently want to do it with so yeah. i mean when it comes to making a podcast you really have to be able to to ramble on for an hour and a half even if nothing really is on that podcast if, if nothing's happening on that episode you gotta at least be able to keep a conversation going for at the very least, what I consider a normal episode to be an hour. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because, I mean, there's times where I'll be talking with people and just go silent for like 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> um, dude, I'm going to be honest. It's, I feel I, I feel a little bit bad that we're just now starting it. Like, or like, not even like feel bad. But like, I, I don't want I, I don't want people to think I'm, I'm just jumping on the bandwagon because there's so many YouTubers out there making their own podcast and well, everyone's got a podcast. Everyone starts a podcast. You know, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, they have their own podcast. Uh, you know, Markiplier just came out with a podcast. He actually has two podcasts, one of them uh, called Despeakable, and another one is My Favorite Sports Team that he started with, like, multiple different friends. Uh, you know, obviously, there's the Misfits. There's the Goop podcast. Everyone, everyone and their mother has a podcast. That's what they're called, right? The, yeah, whatever. Whatever. No, there is a Goop podcast. There is. So, like I said, everyone and their mother has a podcast. So, uh, you know, yeah, we're not jumping on the bandwagon of getting a podcast because God knows I'm a nobody when it comes to the whole YouTube scene. Yeah, holy crap. I may have, like, 15 subscribers. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have, uh, I think, like, 34 as of the time of recording this. So, obviously, that's nothing to brag about, nor do I plan to. But, uh, by the way, I am pretty famous, you know, because 34 subscribers, that means 34 people watch me. Get fucked. But anyways, not to brag about myself, with my 34 subscribers at my back and ready to kill. Have we passed the two-minute mark? Uh, we're at 3 minutes 55 seconds right now, but I wanted to get to our favorite games. Because obviously, you know, we both said that we're gamers. We've been gaming for a very long time. We come out of the womb with a controller. So I kind of want to talk about our favorite games. I want you to go ahead and start with that. 
so I mean, right now I'm heavily into Apex Legends. Uh, I mean, it makes me want to kill myself a lot of the times, but yeah, I know. I feel like a between Apex, Sekiro, and Payday, Payday 2. I'm like, I'm I'm really a classic gamer. I used to be an R6. Like I used to be heavily into R6, where I just play ranked every new season. I grind it out, but I I don't know which season it is. Um, right when Cali uh, was released, I stopped playing. I was like, this game is broken. <laughs> There's no yeah. going back to this game. Well, that was kind of the same with me, right? Because you know, I started out. I started out, and like the first game I ever really got into was Call of Duty, and I think that's where you know Call of Duty and Halo. Those are like the two yeah. games every year they would always release the same damn Call of Duty or Halo. And I would, you know, I'd play on that, and I loved it. And then Rainbow Six kind of started getting a bit bigger, and I wanted to get that, so I got on, I got on Rainbow Six, and it wasn't until maybe like four years of having it that I really got into it, like really truly got into it. I mean, I was, I had, I was coaching one team, I was the manager of, of you know, the same team and another team. Uh, I was really heavy into like the whole esports scene. I was watching G two, who was originally known as, uh, you know, G two so, was originally right. known as Pinta. Yeah, Pinta. Yeah. Uh, you know, specifically watching Pingu. He was like my, my go to person. Was Pingu. Oh my god, bro! I'm fucking G. Yeah. Um, in fact, whenever he left G two, I stopped watching pretty much Rainbow esports altogether because the one person I was there for kind of left, and. Mm -hmm. He got into casting a little bit. He casted one of the majors, and I was really happy about that. I hope he, I hope he goes into casting as like his kind of new thing. Um, you know, obviously he'll be going probably in place of of Kicks. Rest in peace. Um, oh my god, bro! That that made me so sad. I didn't even know he died. I, yeah. I a bunch of my friends sent me like a little um they did like a an honor for him, an honor for Kicks, and I didn't even know. I didn't even know what mm -hmm. it meant. It wasn't until like maybe a couple months ago that I found out that he had died. Well, I found I found out day of. I found I was on Twitter, and I remember just seeing a post that said "Rest in peace, kicks," and I was like, "This is a you know, this is probably a joke. He probably did something on Twitch that looked embarrassing, and you know, rest in peace, Twitch or rest in peace, kicks. That's what everyone says to every Twitch streamer does something embarrassing." But I clicked on it out of curiosity, and I just remember seeing so many people saying like "Rest in peace, he'll be missed, he'll be missed," blah blah. blah. So I was like, I'm just gonna Google it, you know, because if anybody if anybody knows, Google knows. So yeah. I googled. I was like, uh, I I was something like kicks death or something like that, and yeah, it was like the first link that popped up. It was uh, basically confirming that kicks had died, uh, which you know, for any of you that don't know, kicks was a caster for Rainbow Six Siege and. When people describe him, and even in my own personal experience, I remember like I remember when I first went into the esports scene, I would not watch a game unless it was Kicks and Intero casting. It, it had to be, and maybe his name is not Intero. I feel like I feel like an idiot right now. But it, if Kicks wasn't casting, I wouldn't watch it because Kicks was yeah, like, he no. was my favorite person. No, I I agree. If it wasn't if if I didn't I didn't know his name until probably like months of watching it but if, if it didn't have his face in the streams i was like i didn't i don't want to i don't yeah. want to watch it there, there it's was just something they, was... they made it so enticing to watch every single mm -hmm. second of like the match was just so enticing to watch you didn't want to get off the stream i was in class <laughs> when, the, when the siege invitationals was going on and i i would like watch it in class i remember oh man i remember i was sitting in it was sitting in high school 
and it was world history class or U.S. history, world history, one of the histories. I don't know. So many at this point. One of the history classes. <coughs> sorry. And I'm watching the Invitationals and I'm watching uh, Pinta. It's the world finale. Pinta versus whoever it was at the time. Doesn't matter. They beat him. And just listening to kicks go off. Like, Pingu rushes the B, plants the bomb, gets three. You know, just all of that. It was so just amazing to listen to, amazing to watch. Like, Kix was an, you know, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that Kix was esports for Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I 100% agree. Yeah, and he'll, he'll be missed. He'll be missed. But um, he will. Rainbow Six Siege was kind of, and then after Rainbow Six Siege, that's when... Uh, you know, my co-host Xander and another friend, we got into Apex. They got me into Apex, and I remember, I remember playing that game when it first came out, and I couldn't play it. I couldn't play it because no. oh my gosh, when it first I... came out, I remember Lifeline having a shield. I remember it taking three thousand bullets and then some to, to even just crack a person's shield, and it just made me mad. I couldn't play it. Yeah, no. Wait, do you say Apex? I'm sorry, I spaced it. <laughs> yeah, Apex. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. When I first when I first started playing Apex, I was dog shit. Oh my god. I started on mouse and keyboard, and I started playing with a friend named Devin and Tina, and they were kind of showing me the ropes because I they were just like, bro, you have to stop playing Rainbow Six, start playing Apex. Um, like, just come on, it's it's the move right now. Everyone's getting into battle royale, and I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not really into battle royales because I. I'm ashamed to say this. I tried to play Fortnite at one point, and I just I, I was getting did. so I was so tired of like I'd shoot one person and then all of a sudden this massive build would show up. Yeah, I was I'm like, really? The, I'm watching the entire White House spawn in front of me. Exactly, bro. It's like, did I just what in the world? <laughs> it's the game is so spam. So I was like, I'm not gonna play this. So I, I got on. I I tried out Apex. It's like hey, they're like, no, it's nothing like Fortnite. It's nothing like Fortnite. So I was like, okay. So I went and got on it. I didn't really truly understand the game at all, movement or anything, so I probably looked like an NPC <laughs> first playing it. Um, but then I started watching Ace play. Like I started watching yeah, Ace play, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I want to do that. So I, I switched the controller because I've heard like because I used to watch back uh, back off my Jenks, which is he's a PS4 controller player um, for Apex, and I was like, oh wow, he fries out, and I found out the game was specifically made for controller so i tried out controller i was fragging out for a while uh i started getting an understanding of the game i played almost every season from season one up and then just last season i switched to mouse and keyboard and I, i've really been trying to frag out on that i've been getting a lot better with my movement and my aim it's just really fun in the right sensitivity honestly well apex just, is one of those games where you have like movement i mean movement is apex you know yeah. you take away movement and it's just it's just your average everyday shooter so I remember, yeah. you know, when I first got into Apex, I remember watching Asu, and that's when I started learning a bunch of movement stuff and learning how to, you know, just thinking about, oh, when you slide, you jump right afterwards. It makes you go faster. Being on inclines makes you go faster. All that kind of stuff, wall bouncing, um, uh, zipline bouncing, all, all the stuff that goes into movement. And you really just don't – It's it really defines Apex versus every other – battle royale i feel like because when it comes to fortnite there's crafting there's building you know that kind of stuff and for a lot of people that's what destroys the game before that was player unknowns battleground which 
it was a fun game for like an hour. I feel like, you know, the I could. Game was so much more fun on mobile. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I yeah I fried out on mobile. I remember playing on PC, and I don't know, like it, it was fun, but not as fun as I felt it could have been. And that was during like the really early times of of Player Unknown Battlegrounds as well. Uh, but before that, and what I think is really funny when people say that, oh, Apex is. Apex is trying to get off the hype of Fortnite. Fortnite is getting off the hype of whatever, whatever. People don't even realize, but the first ever, the first ever Battleground or like the Battle Royale was a DayZ mod. Yeah, DayZ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a DayZ mod that came out back in when dinosaurs were walking around, and that was the first ever Battle Royale type game. And then, so really, everyone else is copying off that. If you think about it. Yeah, everyone jumped on the bandwagon there. <clears throat> Dude, well, there was more mobile battle royale games than there was actual PC ones. At well, one there's point. more mobile anything than there is anything. I mean, mobile games are off the charts when it comes to, the, I mean, download download rates. Holy crap! Well, download rates, yeah, but even false advertising. I mean, how many times have you been, gone onto a game where a mobile ad has appeared, and you're like, wow, that looks like a really cool game. You go to download it, and it's nothing like whatever the ad was. Dude, I get those ads on Instagram all the time, where it's like, um, I, I I think the most frequent one I see now is like, it's a slapping stickman guy, he just runs around and slaps people. It's like, dude, I would have so much fun with that, but I know as soon as I download it, it's not going to be that. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like, the, the one that I so commonly see is, he's like, it's like a hero, and he's in his tower, and you like, drag the hero up to like, the tower next to it. And if your, like, hero number is bigger than whatever their number is, you'll beat them. It was that kind of thing. So you're basically, like, destroying the tower, save the princess. And it's like, I know that's not at all what the game is like. Dude, if they would make their games just like the ads... It would be so much more fun. They'd be so much more fun. I feel like they'd be millionaires. But because, like, I feel like I I don't really know a whole lot about the um, mobile side of things. But I feel like if they get, like, a certain amount of downloads, it doesn't matter if they're playing the game. It's just how many people downloaded it, even if they've uninstalled the game. Well, I mean, mobile games, the way they make money from mobile games, is very similar to how EA makes their money anywhere. It's all about what people buy inside the game and what ads they can run inside the game. That's why in a lot of mobile games, there's so many advertisements, because that's where they're making their money. If if they're not making their money from the ads, there's a lot of stuff you buy in-game. Like, there's, there's, you could have a game that's nothing but ads, but you buy nothing inside the game. You'll have another game that has no ads, but there's tons of in-game content like that you can buy. Yeah, I remember Jetpack Joyride. I, yeah. I used to play that a ton. But a lot of the stuff that they had in there was like you had to buy it to get like all the cool shit. You know, like well, the yeah, Golden I mean, Dragon. A lot of, like it's a all the pay-to-win stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Apex that's... is pay-to-win. <laughs> uh, well, that, what's funny is that Apex, you know, in terms of pay-to-win, it's like when it comes to their sites. Like yeah, oh my sights. god. Yeah, the iron sights of the R9 or like the wingman, mm-hmm. dude. I remember <clears throat> I remember the developers said that that was like their biggest regret in Apex was making those pay to win sites. And that's why they don't do it anymore. Or or when they do make a new skin, it's like the default really good site. Really? I didn't hear about that. That must be why they don't I I was so happy, you know, I didn't really care. I was like, "Okay, we got a different skin, different site. I like that." Well, it was like in their new anniversary, the new like the anniversary they just had the wingman oh. skin. It had the really good side on it, and because people were like so worried about getting that wingman skin, even though it looked really cool, they're like, "I'm probably never going to run it because it's not going to have a good side on it." 
So, you know, they just made all their new weapons with the best sight that, you know, whatever skin they had. Oh, so, like, it's got the Merciless Wing sight on it already? Right, it's the, exactly. It's not the OG sight? Okay. Right. Which, I think that was a good call, because, you know, once a game becomes pay-to-win, in any form or fashion, the fun is taken out of it. I was about to say, EA loves their money. EA loves their money. I mean, they're all about how, how much money can we get out of these 12-year-old kids with their mom's credit card. Holy crap, dude. I, they got me with that Octane Heirloom. I spent like almost $150 just getting that Heirloom, bro. Heirlooms were their biggest thing, which if anything is paid to get, it, it's those Heirlooms. I mean, because obviously once you get 500 boxes, you get an Heirloom. Yeah. But if you do that normally, I mean, I've been playing the game for how long now? And I just got my first heirloom from without having to buy. Well, not even. I bought. I've eased, I've dumped so much money in that game. And I'm just now getting my first heirloom normally. Despite Dude, how have, much money I've spent on those boxes. Yeah, I have two heirlooms. And it's like the first time I got it, I paid for it. I paid for Octane's heirloom. My second one I actually got just randomly. I was like playing a game and i didn't even realize i got it i literally showed up right i was like oh i got an heirloom wait i got an heirloom <laughs> so yeah I, yeah i was i was like super excited and now i know i know for a fact i'm getting close to getting another one but it's just like it's the anticipation of like the anticipation that that's what gets you is the anticipation of yeah, and that, that's what you, that's why people buy things in general is the anticipation it's like oh i could wait three years to get this or i could just buy it right now yeah I feel like that's everywhere, even like outside a game. Like, oh, oh yeah, this new, this new coffee maker. We just wait till another one comes out. For Ride sure. <laughs> um, but this whole conversation started about our favorite games. Funny enough, my favorite game before I wouldn't even consider Apex to be my favorite game. I consider it my favorite pastime, but I don't consider it my favorite game. In fact, my favorite game which I'm not sure I even consider it my favorite game anymore, simply because when I look back at it, it wasn't really all that fun to begin with, but at the time, it was, like, my favorite. And that is Bioshock Infinite. Dude! Oh, I remember Bioshock. Yeah. I fucking love that game. I remember, I I remember thinking Bioshock Infinite was so fun. I only played three. I only played Bioshock 3. I never played Infinite. But Bioshock I think- 3 is the one that takes place underwater, right? Yeah, it's, um... If I'm if I if, if it is three that I played, it's like you're underwater and this is little girl that sticks yeah. the actual. And she robot. has she has big daddy. Yeah, big daddy. <laughs> uh, well, there's actually so ass needle. She yeah, dude. Needle. Yeah, the big ass needle and then the the big daddy with the drill, and believe me, big daddy drills you good. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember. Uh playing Bioshock Infinite when I beat the game there was actually a DLC to revisit that that underwater city yeah um, and to see all them again and I remember I remember really liking that DLC um, but it was something about the storyline of Bioshock that I of Bioshock Infinite and from what I gathered all the Bioshocks are kind of like this they're all like they're basically alternate timelines and they all end kind of the same way I could be wrong about that but I think that's what I read gotcha. um because I know, like, in Bioshock 2, it kind of has the same ending as Bioshock Infinite. Like, you find out the main character is the villain all along. Or, like, like a base, like, the villain is a grown-up version of the person you're playing. And um, and the, the girl you were trying to save the entire time ends up being, uh, I don't remember, ends up being 
she is basically like her entire purpose is to visit every timeline of you and save you but it never works out like she never actually gets to save you but that's like her whole point in being in those timelines like she gets born in those timelines to get you out of your inevitable death damn yeah no i i mean if we're talking about actual mmos and stuff like that i'm not mmos rpgs games like that i really i mean if we're gonna go back to way back i loved skyrim i had no skyrim, idea when yeah. I, what I was doing i had no idea what i was doing when i first played it but when i got into it dude i fucking loved skyrim the... it was like it's it's still my all-time favorite like to this day like i, I will get back on it and restart another story <laughs> my first skyrim game was skyrim uh, elder rings that really was, i that got was my first skyrim yep Dude, I I played Elder Scrolls. That was, uh, I think that's the one. Or what? Did, what did I say? Elder Rings. I don't oh know. wait, I'm th I'm talking about the new game. I'm talking about the new game that's coming out, Elden Rings. You're right, Elder Scrolls. Wait, there's a new. Uh, I know there's, there's like a new Elden Dark Souls Ring, game. But... No, it's an it's a new Dark Souls type uh, game called Elden Ring. Yeah, it's 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 actually part of the Souls series. It's yes, not part yeah. of it's it's not part of Skyrim. I which I found out, which was very yeah. No, my my mind was just all over the place with that. Uh, it's Elder Scrolls. That was the first Skyrim I ever played. I was about to say that was the that's everyone's you know favorite basic Skyrim. Yeah. I just hated ESO. Oh my gosh, Elder Scrolls Online. I hated ESO. I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack for that, but like, I played it for a good portion, but the grind was just this wasn't fun. The graphics I were different. Never once played online. Never ever. Well, the thing is, if they would have just kept the same fighting style that they had in Elder Scrolls, like the original, they would have been fine. But they changed the entire fighting style to where it's like you had to choose your race and, you know, that race had certain types of fighting styles. And you'd have to press one, two, three or four on your keyboard and you would have different attack moves. That you yeah, it, it was like an MMORPG. That's how pretty much every MMORPG is. Yeah, but like instead of just making it actual Skyrim, they it's just they made it like every other MMORPG. You know, yeah. I I hated I hated it to be honest. I played it with uh, my friend Kyle for the longest time, and he fucking loved it. Like he loved every single second of it because it was it was in the Skyrim universe. Um, but for me, it was just like the fighting really killed it for me because I was just like, uh, I, I mean, it makes somewhat sense and it's somewhat close to the other the old style. But maybe I'm just old fashioned. I like to stay in the past. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying. You're used to one type of way, and then it completely changes to another, like, in the same game, basically. Well, I mean, it's just like the Assassin's Creeds. I mean, yeah. all, like, from, I think it's, I think it stopped right at, um, I think, Rogue or Unity. Um, Unity, actually. They stopped the, they put in a new fighting style when Origins came out. Instead of, like, you know, you had, like, Y to dodge, X to parry, A to, a, like, you know, attack or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was, they changed it to right trigger was a t was heavy, uh, yeah, yeah. right right bumper was light attack, and then you had like a guard, and yet like, right. they pretty much made it like a Souls game except for a lot more contact. Yeah, and I because I started at Rogue, no, well, my first ever Assassin's Creed game was Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, I and started. I remember, at... I remember it being like a whole X to attack and all that kind of stuff, but I actually I liked the new way with the with the triggers. Really, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't, I, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't my style. Cause it's like, okay, so I loved Black Flag. That was my go-to Assassin's Creed. Dude, friend. I loved the intro song. Oh my god, I would listen to that intro it, song over and over again. 
Yes, bro. Like, dude, Black Flag was just, it was a masterpiece. And I, I, I hate anyone who says, like, it wasn't. Because, like, that game was so out of its time. The graphics were amazing. To this yeah, day, right. I'll go back on 360 and think it's still, like, the best graphics. Yeah. Um, but I started, uh, I, so I started on Brotherhood, played Black Flag. I skipped three because I don't, I have no idea why. But I skipped three. I played Black Flag. I played Rogue. Then I had Unity. Then I had Syndicate, which was god-awful. Too many glitches. And then um, I had I had started playing Origins. And Origins, for me, it was fun. I, I still haven't completed it to this day. But... Um, I, I never had Origins. It was just weird. Because, like, I mean, everything was, uh, was level-based. Was, was that the Pyramid one? Yeah, it was uh, ancient Egypt. I remember. Uh, were... I remember thinking that like, I'm never gonna get this game just because it's based in like Egypt, and I think that's really stupid. Well, I I liked well back like when I was like, you know, 16. I really enjoyed the Egyptian era. I thought it was really cool. And you played as a Medjai, which is a Medjai is like, um, it's pretty much like a knight, but for Egyptian times. Yeah. Um, but you play as a Medjai, and it's it's really cool. Um. I mean, there's a lot to explore. The game's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. The game was very well made, but it's just so different as to the fact that I'm not used to... When I assassinate someone, it should fully kill them and not have... My hidden blade has, like, a level cap to where it's like, oh, I, I'm a level 5 and I'm fighting a level 2 person. You know, my hidden blade doesn't kill them all the way. And the yeah. other Assassin's Creed, like, if you assassinate someone, you assassinate them, no matter how hard Period. that enemy was. Yeah. Because, like, you had different enemies who would, like, you had heavy, light enemies, like, you know, gunners, and, you know, you had some enemies that were, like, bosses, so they were a little bit harder to defeat, but you could pretty much kill anyone as long as you're skilled enough with your dodge and parry, or whatever, like, your X and Y. I will say that was one thing about Assassin's Creed that always kind of annoyed me, was Oh, was that bosses. so easy? Yeah, dude, I, I all did think that they made it, like, the, the way it was hard was by you had to chase them across the entire freaking city. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah. thinking that was the most annoying thing in the world. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the parkour in Assassin's Creed, but I'm so tired of chasing this fucker three like 300 miles away just so I can stab him in the back of the head. Yeah, no, I I I think that is probably the biggest change between you know the new Assassin's Creeds and the old, whereas that the boss fights are ten times better, and I will agree with that. Fighting style, I'm not saying that the fighting style was bad or anything, and that I hated it. It was just weird for me to get into. Yeah. Um. But like for boss fights, dude, it was so cool with the Assassin's Creeds, the new ones, because like they really animate it well on how you fight them, and like the executions are cool, and you have a health bar that you have to go through. So that that brought in a really nice feeling, because um, I I also have Origin, uh, not Origins, um, Odyssey, and Odyssey's fun. I liked Odyssey. You have different attack. Like, you have special moves that I you don't can do. Really, I don't really remember Odyssey. Oh, Odyssey's the one about Roman. It's about the Roman time era in Greece. Yeah, okay. I, I vaguely remember it. It's. I think it's still, to this day, their biggest um, their biggest game. I think the map is even bigger than a Valhalla, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There was a lot of Assassin's Creed that came out within, like, a two-year period. Like, two, like Valhalla mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the one you just said. Yeah, I'm a, uh Odyssey and Valhalla. Yeah, I feel like I, I think... never saw those advertised. 
I mean, they were, but I mean, I think we just got to that point in our lives where we don't watch TV anymore. So, it, yeah. and I mean, on YouTube, I have YouTube Red, so I don't see ads at all. So even when a new Assassin's Creed would come out, I mean, I follow, I subscribe to Xbox or whatever, but they post like dog shit <laughs> on oh, their main. Yeah. It's always like some anime game or like some kid game that they advertise. I never see like the new Call of Duties or, you know, anything good that comes right, out. Right, right. Which brings me to the topic of why the hell are all the new games now trash? Every new game that comes out is so rushed and is so trash. Like, okay, the big hype over Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield. Yeah. Bat uh, 20, uh, what is it, 2045 or something like that? 20, I thought it was like 2048. You're probably I don't right. remember. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's how much I just don't care. I was excited. I, I was going to say that's the problem is that it's so not memorable. Yeah, I was like, I was so excited for that game, and then like, the game came out because they were everyone was like, "Bro, I can't wait!" You know, everyone started rushing the. They were saying it needs to be released now. This was exactly what happened to Cyberpunk. Yeah. Cyberpunk was supposed to be huge, and it was like, you know, they said their game wasn't ready, but everyone wanted to play it, so they rushed it out, and well, now it, we have. That's the problem with every big game. Every, every super huge game that's new and different. It gets all this hype behind it, and one of two things happens. In this case, with Cyberpunk, it was it, well, Cyberpunk and Battlefield, it was both of it happened. The hype was so big that when the game came out, like the hype was so big that it wasn't even worth the hype it was getting. Not that it wasn't a great game in in theory, but because there was so much hype surrounded by it, it just it wasn't as fun as what the hype lived up. Like it didn't live up to the hype that it had. And, yeah. and the second problem that always happens is they're not, like, these big games like this, like Cyberpunk and Battlefield, they are massive, massive games. And so much detail goes into these games. So when they say they're not ready, trust me, they're not ready. But if, if they wait, then people are going to hate, hate on the game. And when it comes out, it's not going to do as well. And yeah. that's basically what happened to 24 or to, to Battlefield. The game came out, and I saw maybe, like, one week's worth of hype, and that was it. And then it just died. Yeah, no, I remember when it came out, it actually had overwhelmingly bad reviews on Steam. Yeah. It had so many bad reviews. And I was like, what the hell did you guys expect? You know, you guys pushed this game out so fast. You know, it, it kind of was their fault. I mean, I know you have to advertise your game when you're making it. But if your game's nowhere close to being done, I feel like you should advertise it when it's closer to being done. It's like... You only have a couple more things to do. You well, know? That, was, that was the thing with Cyberpunk, right? Because they were advertising the game, and then they had Keanu oh my gosh. on stage. And I think Keanu... Now, okay, what I'm about to say is not Keanu's fault, but it was just the hype that he brings. When Keanu yeah. came on stage and that whole thing started, I think it was that very moment that killed that game completely. Agreed. No, I agree, and I love Keanu as an actor, and I think he's a great guy. Um, I obviously don't personally know him, but I I think I highly of him. Keanu, guy come wish. on the show. Keanu, come on the show. Uh, uh, exactly, bro. Exactly. Guys, help us get Keanu on the show. Explain yourself, uh, Keanu. <laughs> uh, no, I agree. When when they brought him on, and, you know, of course, they had the worst song. They used a Billy Billy Eilish song. Billy Eilish. I don't care what her last name is. Billie but they, Eilish, put a, yeah. they put a Billy Eilish song behind it. And everyone just wanted to play with Keanu's player, like his, his model. The whole story wasn't even supposed to be around him. You were only supposed to have, like, one interaction with him, and that was it. 
but because everyone was so hyped that it's Keanu, they had to remake the whole game. The whole story got remade. You know yeah. about that? Like, they literally remade the entire oh, I story. I didn't know they remade it. Yeah, they, like, redid the entire story just to revolve around Keanu. So. And I, I remember what they changed it to ended up not even being that good because of the fact that it was so rushed. Because yeah, no, when, I... when Keanu came on stage and he said the iconic line of, like, no, you're awesome or whatever he said. No, you're lovely or I don't even know, whatever he said. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but it was, like, from that point forward, the hype immediately skyrocketed for that game. Like, it, it went from, like, 100 to, like, 300 in the matter of seconds because he, he came on stage. And it, it was because of all the hype that it was getting that when the game came out, it wasn't as good as the hype. Like, it didn't live up to the hype. And that's not to say it wasn't a good game because, like I said, in theory, the game was really cool. It was a really cool game. Like, the things you could do in that game were unlike any other. Yeah. And, but simply because of what people were expecting, people hated on it. And don't get me wrong, the game was not, the game was broken as hell. I mean, it was broken in terms of glitches and bugs and all of it. I mean, to the point where they were having to release hotfixes daily. It might as well have been a Gmod custom build. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was basically a mod. And that's the way it felt, and that's the way... I remember playing that game, and it just felt so like... It wasn't smooth. It didn't feel smooth. I remember driving in that game was the weirdest, most wonkiest thing in the world. God, I tried, cha I tried putting on a controller... And it just did not work at all. None of it did. Like it's everywhere I tried the turn, it was like a sharp ninety degree turn to the right. I was like, yeah, oh the, drive, the driving was so weird in that game. Yeah, I, I tried playing Cyberpunk. I have like maybe two hours in that game. I just yeah, most I, most of it's idle time for me texting or something. I mean, that's a lot of new games. Like like when when you go into a new year, there's always that one big game that everyone expects to come out. This year it was Elden Ring. Uh, I think there's some other games as well. Uh, I can't remember. I like Dark Zero or something like that. Um, but, you know, you can always expect there's always going to be a Ubisoft game. There's always going to be a Activate or like Call of Duty game. Those are the two games that you can always expect. And there's always going to be a Halo game. Those are like the three big games that you can always expect every single year. They're not going to be better than, than they were last year, but you still get the game. And then there's other games that try something new, like what Cyberpunk tried to do. They get so much hype around them that they just die. Yeah, no. It, I just, I really, I know the community needs to have a say in things. But I really wish that games wouldn't get pushed out faster just because the community wants them out faster. You know, it used to be like back then, like if there's a COD coming out, you had to wait. And like you got it when you got it, you know? And people were so hyped for it. So hyped for the next Call of Duty to come out. Yeah. That was back when like Black Ops, it was Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, Call of Duty Ghosts, Black Ops 3. You know, all, all of those ghosts. And then the hype really died for Call of Duty when Advanced Warfare was reaching its end. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm probably gonna be hated for this, but Ghost, I thought it was an amazing game, but I know oh, a Ghost lot of people awesome. hate it. Yeah, a lot of people hated Ghost though. Like I, I, like I could probably bring up like 20 friends right now and call them, and they'd be like, "Yeah, dude, Ghost was dog shit." <laughs> I think I feel like I feel like when people criticize Call of Duty, 
they're criticizing the multiplayer part of part of things and that's kind of my problem is that multiplayer in call of duty one if you care about multiplayer in call of duty then you're you live in your mom's basement that goes for you pro league players too i don't care i don't care call of duty is not it's such a it's a brain dead game i've like i play that when i have nothing else to do and i'm killing time yeah no i agree like no. I, I don't play call i don't play multiplayer i'm not i'm not crying because i lost a game i just simply don't care when i play call of duty now the story missions i love the story in a lot of the call of duties call of duty ghost being one of them the story was one of the best i remember i remember loving all of the storylines for most of the call of duty the new modern warfare that came out that had one of the best storylines i loved it dude i on uh, the new modern the modern warfare the c campaign the sniping yeah uh part dude i thought that was awesome like, you had to go off wind speed and everything, dude. My favorite mission in Modern Warfare was the house clearing. That initial dude, that house was, that you cleared. That dude, was awesome. That was so cool to me. Because that was, like, the first ever... I don't... That's not the first time I've ever done it. I know that. But it it, just, it was, like, so... I was so immersed. I was... You're, you're going in with your IR, uh, your infrared. It just felt so immersed, and it was so tactical. And I loved that. I loved that. Yeah, no, uh, I know they've done it in past Modern Warfare's, like the original Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. There's been some mm -hmm. um, parts of the campaign like that, but I feel like with this one, it was just so immersive because it was so up-to-date, I guess you can say. Like, the graphics were so, like, it was amazing. Yeah, it was you felt so into it. Uh, I don't know, the ambiance of everything. I'm, don't get me wrong, every Modern Warfare that's came out was beautiful. I love every single Modern Warfare that, we, that mm. we've gotten so far. You know, campaign-wise and um, multiplayer. I thought Modern Warfare 3 had one of the best multiplayers out there. Oh, I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. A lot of, a lot of people hated co-op, but I loved the, the survival I feature. I miss co-op. Dude, that survival feature, I, I, would, play with awesome. my dad. I would play with, with my dad for hours. I thought yeah. that, that was one of the funnest things that they made, and then they removed it like the next game. Dude, I, I remember playing Paris and just literally sitting in the in the house Dude, behind the yes, with, with a sentry and, turret. Yeah, with two sentry guns in the back with my friends, and we just try and make it to round one hundred. We made it to like round sixty one time, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I dude, that was my favorite map, sitting in that one building with sentries. I remember even having explosive turrets. I remember having, you know, the team that you would call in to assist. Like yeah, all of the, it. Uh, I loved it all. Dude, I remember uh, when the juggernauts would come. I don't know if you remember this, but when if you go outside to the left and those cars, you lay down in those cars when those juggernauts are spawning, they can't kill you. So you can make it to further rounds. Oh, I never did any of that. I never did any of those mm -hmm. glitches. Yeah, it was like a glitch. Like if you blew up the car and like you stood on this edge of the edge of the wall. Actually, maybe out. I did because I vaguely remember doing something like that. Yeah, and then I remember when it was like a riot shield juggernaut or whatever. Um I would run around the map and play C4 on the <laughs> spawns for the NPC, on the yeah, NPCs, I the AIs. I like knew their spawns, so I just go over there and place. Um, what are they called? Damn, see, that's how much I don't play Claymores. I don't even play Call of Duty, bro. <laughs> I play Apex like Legends, bro. Placed I haven't on played your Caustic Gas. <laughs> yeah, I placed on my Caustic Gas, so gas them out. Like, <laughs> I can't say that. Never mind. I'm gonna stop myself. I'm gonna stop myself. 
Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not in the Xbox Xbox Live chat anymore. <laughs> but it's like as far back as I can, rem- I, ca- I just can't remember the last really good game. No, I can't either. To be honest, actually, no. Sekiro. Sekiro was probably one of the last good games I've ever played that was brand new. That was. And I, 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 I keep going back to it, and especially now that I'm like in the mood to want to play a game like that. I definitely find it to be a lot more fun, but it's kind of it's kind of that really unfortunate thing that Sekiro is not a new game. That's the thing. No, I'm pretty sure it's like four years old. It is right. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think people are super excited. Well, because after Sekiro, it was uh, Blood. Blood something. Bloodborne. It was Bloodborne. After Sekiro, Bloodborne came out. And that, you know, a lot of people were really happy about that. I didn't care about the game at all. Uh, I also didn't even know it was, it was part of the Dark Souls like trilogy. Which, in, in a way, it isn't, but it, it is. And now that I... Elden Ring has come out, I've been really thinking about getting Elden Ring. Yeah, I, I thought about it, but I I tried getting into Dark Souls 3, and I couldn't. So I feel like I'd really hate Elden Ring, so it'd be a waste of $60 for me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just can't think of uh, the last good game that's come out where I've been like, this game is awesome. This game is the, it's the game of the year. Yeah, no. I mean, I've I've really enjoyed Forza Horizon 5. I've really enjoyed that, but that's more of a you know, time passer for me. I'm not yeah. I'm not truly into racing games, but that one was more of like, oh I can go drift around and do some cool shit. You know, you know even with I'm sorry, go ahead. Even with Halo Infinite, I just didn't feel like it was game of the year awarding, you know? Yeah. So I just I don't know. I remember I, mean, I remember Halo Infinite had that really cool intro scene though. Mm-mm. That but was I probably just... one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen inside of a game. I didn't like his armor. I I didn't like how it correlated. It didn't correlate with four or five at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know which you know time frame this place is, but supposedly this was supposed to be the last Halo game or whatever. Well, um, so yeah, that's. I think at least I, I think, it, I think the I last least, Halo game to do with to Master, do with Chief. Master Chief. I said that's what I was. I've been told. I've never played the campaign, so I don't know. So <laughs> I get uh, correct. I could be pulling but, that out of my ass. Yeah. Um, I know they're coming out with a new TV show, but, you know, so this is kind of where, and this is, we're coming up on the 42 minute mark, so I kind of want to, I want to get into this to transition to another segment, but the new Halo show is coming out, and I haven't done any of my research on this, so keep that in mind for anybody listening and you, Xander. I haven't done any of my research. I'm only going off based on what I've heard. There's a main character. The main character is a female. It's a it's a it's a Spartan who's female. That's fine. No problems with that. But what I've heard is that in order to really emphasize how badass this female is, because the whole point is the fact that she's female and that she's a Spartan. Yeah. To really emphasize how badass she is, she gets into a fight with Master Chief. And wipes the floor with him, like without without trouble, just wipes the floor with Master Chief. I'm sorry. Hold up now. Hold up now. Yeah, dude. I want to say one thing here. In Reach, Katie was a badass. Okay, 
there was no there was no saying that KD was not, you know, better than everyone on on. Oh Ridge. yeah, she was. But, she was Master Chief's equal to say the least. Yeah, but for this girl, this you know trainee or whatever, from what you're saying, to wipe the floor with Master Chief, fuck no, dude. That guy's like a seasoned veteran. Oh, he's more than a seasoned veteran. He was the ender of every war, pretty much. I mean, like yeah. So like for for a Spartan, to, like for just a trainee Spartan to wipe the floor with Master Chief, no, I'm sorry, I don't care if you're a woman or a man, no, you don't wipe the floor with Master well, Chief. Well, even Master even Chief's in Halo the Four, the new Halo Halo Four or, or Halo Infinite, uh, if, whichever hey, one it is, where yeah. they see him fight Master Chief, it's like, bro, the best he did was crack the dude, was crack Master Chief's visor, and oh, then he yeah, got uh, immediately five. wiped. Yeah, Halo Five. Yeah, yeah, like, dude, he got. As soon as he cracked his visor and pissed him off, Master Chief just wiped the floor with him. I was just like, bro, this and is exactly what I wanted. That's the whole point is the fact that Master Chief, he's not like he's not the guy to start a fight, but he'll be the one to end it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, if there's a Spartan, you call I mean, he was the last Spartan. Yeah, he was literally the last, like, last line defense almost. You know, but, like, when you sent him into war or you sent him in the battle, it was over before he's even before like you know if they found out he was there it was over <laughs> yeah like you know there, there's a reason he was targeted over just normal grunt soldiers because he was the person to end the wars you sent yeah. you sent master chief and there's a reason that no higher commanding person would tell master chief no you don't tell master chief no because give me one, that ship <laughs> yeah he'll take your ship from you or he'll just won't care and you're not going to do anything about it. I was saying Chip when uh, there, he was that commander was saying, "Give me Cortana." Oh yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But uh, <laughs> that's kind of I don't have a I don't have a problem with them making the main character female. That's not the problem. It's no, the I don't care that about they, that. My whole problem, and this is my problem with the whole woke thing in general, is if you want your main character who's a female to be as badass as as the way you want her to be. Show it through time and not by forcing it upon people. Yeah. Like, like, you want me to think she's a badass? Send her onto a battlefield and show me how badass she is. Don't put her against the greatest Spartan of all time and make it an easy fight. Because yeah. one, I know what your I know what your goal is with that. And two, you've already shown how badass Master Chief is to begin with. And you, I know damn well he's not going to let some person come along and kick his ass. Yeah. Now, again, keep in mind, I haven't done any of my research on that. That could be completely out of my ass. That could not even be true for all I know. That's just what I've heard. But that kind of – I wanted that to kind of segue. And now that I'm thinking about it, this has nothing to do with what I'm about to segue with. But I want to talk about – because, okay, so this podcast is another random podcast. It's just like any other podcast – we talk about funny things. We talk about anything and everything. Comedy is a huge thing. We may say things that you may not agree with. We may say things that you find a little offensive. We're not going to apologize for it, and we saw we are sorry if we do offend you. But you know, a joke is a joke, and that's the way we see it. I wanted to talk about where comedy is as of lately, and when I've okay. seen comedy. Uh, I really don't watch comedians anymore, mostly because like a lot of them aren't funny. 
But if I'm going to say one thing about comedy, and this is my whole belief on it, and I feel like a lot of people would agree with me on this. Comedy is subjective. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you can't go around being a triggered person, you know, getting upset when someone makes a bad joke or a racist joke or a feminist joke or, you know, even a, you know, just any type of joke. You can't get offended. I'm sorry, but, like, that joke is subjective. They don't actually mean it. They're not saying it to be, you know, racist or to be like a, a you know, a pig. No one's, no one makes a joke to be like that. I mean, there, I'm sure there are, but a lot of these comedians out there, like you'll see, like, I mean, what's his name? I mean, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, there's like comedians like that, and you know, even with like, I'm, I'm gonna bring up a group here. They're not really comedians, but you know, they're funny as shit. The goons. You know, none of them are racist, but they make bad jokes all the time. You well, know? that's kind of like the the misfits for me. The misfits. I mean, they they've made. If you go back through their whole YouTube history, they've made some of the, like they were, the epitome of what it meant to be edgy. Like it was him and iDubs, like or or the the misfits and iDubs. Like when it came to edgy type humor on YouTube, those were like the forefront. Yeah, and, and like. You know, there's nothing – I feel like, in in my opinion, that you can be offended at a joke. But what what I think people don't realize is that no one asked. Exactly. Dude, exactly. Like, when I'm making a joke, I don't want to be afraid to say it because, you I'm know. Twitter might pick it up and ruin my entire life. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm not – I shouldn't have to live in fear that I'm going to get canceled because I made a joke to make people laugh. Like, I'm sorry, but – you know, dark humor is hilarious, in my opinion. I, I love dark humor. And not there's not to say that some jokes aren't just purely bad. I mean, there are some jokes that can be too soon or can be, you know, just it. it's not that funny. I don't even know why you said it. But that being yeah. said, if their intention was purely as a joke, then keep the fact that you don't you don't like the joke to yourself. Because yeah, I mean. I mean, I've told plenty of jokes that were definitely not funny and were kind of offensive. I thought they were funny. Maybe no one else did. But I'm not going to apologize for those jokes that I made. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I agree because, I mean, when I'm around a group of friends in public, you know, I just pop off with jokes. I don't even care. Yeah. You know, if they don't laugh, they don't laugh. It's just something I thought was funny, you know. And it's not like I mean because it's not like I'm going to say something to offend someone on purpose. It's just telling a joke i'm having a good time right so, um, that's how i feel about it yeah that was kind of just a brief thing i want to talk about was comedy I, I want anyone who listens to this podcast to know that you will listen to anything and everything on this podcast because this is another random podcast and the jokes that we tell may not be to your suiting or they may not be to your liking but they are jokes nonetheless, and you're welcome to feel however you feel about them. But we're going to tell them anyways, and that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah, to be honest, I really I don't really care if this blows up or not. It's just like I'm just here to have a good time, and you know I'm not going to really care. How exactly. We're all just here to have a good time. Uh, and that kind of brings me into the future of this podcast, um, of things to come. You'll be seeing a lot of episodes. Our plan is to 
post every episode Friday on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Uh, I don't really know about iTunes. I'll have to think about that. I'll have to look into that. But definitely going to be every Friday on Spotify and YouTube. And you can find us at Another Random Podcast on YouTube, on Spotify, wherever you like to find us, anywhere where you can listen to audio. That's where you'll find us. Uh, as far as the future goes, we do have some guests lined up that we'll be having on in the future. Some people that maybe not the wider scene know, but but some people that are near and dear to, if not my heart, our hearts. Uh, to Xander's heart, to my heart. And we're very happy to have them on this podcast. Agreed, agreed. Well, is that it, or... Um... We're, we're we're reaching our fifty three minute mark. Is there anything that you wanted to kind of touch on? Uh, I mean, like I said, this is another random podcast. This podcast was like a little bit serious. You know, not really a whole lot of jokes or anything, but I mean, it is our kind of first take. So <laughs> this is the um, first take. This is the hot take, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. So I mean, it'll probably it'll get a lot more loose, a lot more chill, especially when we have more guests on. But I mean, we're both kind of tired from getting off work. So, uh, like I said, this is, we're just here to have fun. You know, nothing too serious. We'll talk about some serious topics. We'll talk about goofy topics. You know, anything that anything goes. If you guys, if I, we do end up blowing up and you guys have some suggestions, definitely don't be afraid to leave some comments down below. Like and subscribe to us and please download. So, that will definitely help us in the long run. And advertise us because we are brand new. Of course, as far as advertising goes... Please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Make sure to share it to all of your friends. And yes, I did say all of your friends. Do not let me find out you did not share it to all of your friends. I will, I will find come. out. Yes, I will come in your pa your parents' basement and find you and drag you out and tell all your friends. And as he said, he will come. He always comes. I, I always. Always come. So... I think that'll have to do it with us. This has been another random podcast. Again, you can listen to us on Spotify, maybe iTunes, most definitely YouTube. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. There we go.